Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast, which is normally your place for Walt Disney World tips and tricks. However, we're switching gears a little bit today because I need to chat about something that I'm super excited about, and that is my upcoming officially now book trip to Disneyland. So today is episode 90. I hope you'll hang out with me and chat about pre-planning for Disneyland and things you might not know. Hey friends, happy Friday. I appreciate you hanging out with me today and chatting with something a little bit different, but I just needed to sit down, get some thoughts out, and really just get excited about this upcoming trip. Sometimes the hype and planning and getting ready for a trip can be just as fun as the actual thing. And I am only a week out from booking this. I booked this like last Thursday night, so it is still fresh and super exciting. So yeah, my family is going to Disneyland for the first time, actually California for the first time ever um, in October for the kiddos fall break from school. Super excited. We're planning to do a whole week out in California and three days at Disneyland. I was down for more, but that's all I could convince the husband to do. So really excited for that. We're going to be staying at Disneyland Hotel. Um, A few other things regarding our trip I'll talk about as we get going. But right now, I'm just in that research stage, um, watching Instagram videos of people who live there and have little tips for the park, researching other hotels for us to stay at, um, so that hopefully if any of you in the future want to go to San Diego, Anaheim, LAX area, I'll know a little bit about my way around it and can help you with planning. But today, I'm just going to focus on Some plans and things I've learned in prepping for this trip since I don't have a ton of time to prep um, and also things that you may not know. So podcast here is really um, geared toward people who are going to Walt Disney World for the first time or who haven't been in a while. So if that's you and if you're like me and you've never been to Disneyland, I just want to share a few things that I've learned recently that might surprise you in kind of how they differ and how things are a little bit different. Now, if you are an avid Disneyland goer and you're listening to this podcast because you're headed to Disney World for the first time, please just laugh at me quietly. Feel free to send me all the tips um, over at Mountains of Magic on Instagram. Let me know where to go and what I should uh, test out. But you're probably going to hear this first timer who hasn't even been before, just first time assuming how things are going to go. And I apologize if things I say aren't true or in poor context, um, I'll definitely come back after the trip and give updates about how things really worked. But let's jump into a few things you may not know. Number one, and what I think is most obvious from entering Disneyland Park is that the castle is a baby castle. I'm sorry, Disneylanders, no hate on your castle, but it's just a lot different feeling when you walk down Main Street USA in Disneyland from Disney World, from what I've heard, because 
in Disney World, you have the whole force perspective thing going. You've got the buildings where they look, you know, different sizes than what they really are. And then at the end of the street, you see this giant castle. Well, from pictures and video I've seen of Disneyland, everything's just kind of the same size. Um, I do think it's super cool at Disneyland. You can actually go inside the castle, kind of in the dungeon or basement or whatever. So I'm excited to do that. But I really want to record my kids when we enter um, and just see if that's the first thing that sticks out to them because we haven't talked about it. Um, but I've heard that's a common reaction for a lot of people. All right. Next thing and something I am really looking forward to about Disneyland is the fact that it is legit walkable. I mean, in Walt Disney World, there's some hotels that you can walk to parks, but like walking from a park to a park, like Epcot to Hollywood Studios, maybe, but it's got to be a real nice day. But y'all like go look at a map of Disneyland. The two parks are, I think it's called an Esplanade across from each other. It's just like a, a nice thick little sidewalk paved area and like you're in one park and then you're in the other. So we definitely got park hoppers for this trip, which is something I don't normally do at Disney World because you lose a lot of time in transportation. Um, but with this, I mean, it's a walk. And you can park hop at Disneyland at 11 a.m., so a lot earlier. So I'm just excited and I can't fathom it in my brain right now. But like they're just across not even a street. They're across just a little paved area from each other. Um, that also goes for downtown Disney, which is kind of like their Disney Springs area. Um, and the on-site hotels as well are just like quick little short walk. So I'm super excited about that. Um, just that proximity. That was something that you get to experience in Universal. And I did that when I went on my agent trip in February. And like, that was great. Totally recommend park hopping for Universal um, because you can just get back and forth really quickly. And so excited to experience that in Disneyland as well. All right. And next up, let's talk about those on-site hotels. Disneyland owned hotels. There are only three. Not 30, like you feel like there are in Walt Disney World, three. Um, so with this trip, I really wanted to stay on property. It is quite a bit more expensive than literally good neighbor hotels right across the street from the entrance. There are a lot of these I've heard that are great hotels. And like I said, super duper close. Like you do have to walk across a physical street, um, but I'm sure as many people do it is safe for you. So could have saved a lot of money doing that. I also ran a quote for a client who wanted to go at Christmas time. And there was a crazy deal with those um, Good Neighbor Hotels and Disney tickets combined. But I decided since I don't know when we're going to go back to California, I don't know when I'm going to have the chance to do Disneyland again to kind of go semi-big or go home. Uh, so we went with the moderately priced hotel. So out there at Disneyland, there is Paradise Pier, which is getting rethemed and under construction right now to Pixar Pier. That is kind Kind of your lowest cost per night. Then you've got the Disneyland Hotel. Um, I'll say it's moderate, but realistically, these prices are kind of comparable to deluxe hotels at Disney. 
with Disneyland Hotel. Um, and then the upper tier is the Grand Californian, which I've heard is a lot like Wilderness Lodge. And that one is literally like right up there by the California Adventure Park. You've got your own private entrance. Um, it's right by downtown Disney. So contemplated that one, but for the price tag, decided to go kind of right there in the middle. With Disneyland Hotel, it still looks super walkable. We'll just walk through the downtown Disney area and get right to the entrance of the parks. But I'm excited for that. I've seen the little lights in the headboards at the rooms. Um, it's got a pool. Looks like everybody will enjoy it. Something else I would encourage you to do, especially if you're just a visual person and curious like me, Disneyland has its own app. So you can download the Disneyland app. All the sign-in and things will be just like they are across the Disney company. You'll still use your My Disney Experience sign-in. But it's just really cool to pull that up, to look at the map, to see wait times and different offerings. And if you've never done it and you can't wrap your head around this walkable thing, um, definitely check it out. Now, something else that we're going to be utilizing in Disneyland is Genie Plus. I have heard nothing but really good things about it in Disneyland, um, that it just works so much better. You can get so much more out of it. Um, I also believe you can't make a selection until you enter the park. So you're not necessarily having to wake up, you know, super early before the parks are even open to make these selections. I feel like that's just a California thing. Like, California people just seem more laid back to me. They don't want to deal with rolling over at 7 a.m. to like get on a ride. Um, so I'm excited to do that, to utilize that in both parks. And it's also nice because you can purchase that beforehand. So I went ahead. I got it added to my tickets. From what I've seen, most of the time you save a few dollars doing that versus buying it day of with like the variable pricing. So it's kind of nice. It's already set. I know we're going to use it. It's added to our tickets. Tickets and we're good to go from there. When I purchased it, it was $25 per person per day to add it on. And I feel like at this point, I know that's the lower end of the spectrum for like Walt Disney World Genie Plus pricing. So was happy to go ahead and do it, but excited to just see how much better it works out there and hope that they can bring what's working over to Walt Disney World as well. All right, let's talk about a few more things that I'm looking forward to. Um, my husband did not seem on board with this. So I might have to be doing some of this solo and just bringing you all along with me. But I'm really excited to ride the rides that are in Disney World and Disneyland. Um, I've heard a lot of them are better. The California people think their Disneyland rides are better. So I'm excited to try that out for myself. But things like Small World, Big Thunder Mountain, Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, Space Mountain. Um, those are a few that come to mind. Just sort of trying those out. Uh, seeing how they differ and kind of comparing them and would love to come back and maybe do a little episode about that for you guys after the trip. But lots of new rides, new things to try. If you are a Disneylander, I would love if you would send me a message because I do struggle with motion sickness. If you've listened to this podcast much, you know that. So if there's any like sneaky stuff, that's what I'm worried about. At Walt Disney World, I know what to expect on all the rides. I know what I should ride and what I shouldn't. But I'm afraid at Disneyland, like I might hop on the inside out ride and think everything's fine because it's a kid ride and then like get sick after. So if there's anything low key like that, I should watch out for. 
before, let me know. But excited to try out those new rides. I do think another thing that's going to be like weird for me other than, you know, like Baby Castle and the Main Street look, is that Galaxy's Edge is in Disneyland. So, like, you're going to see the castle and you're going to go through Adventureland and get on Jungle Cruise. And then, like, back in the corner, there's Star Wars Land. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited to walk through there, to be honest, unless my family just really, really wants to. I don't plan to wait in line to ride Rise of the Resistance or Smuggler's Run. I feel like they're pretty much from what I've heard. Identical rides. We've ridden them in Disney World. Just like to kind of walk through Galaxy's Edge, see what it looks like and go from there. But that's just, you know, that being in the park with the castle, like, it's just going to be... Be a little, be a little weird, be a little different. All right, something else I am super excited for on this trip, and fingers crossed, y'all send me all the, you know, good juju and prayers, whatever you do. But I am hoping that we can get tickets to Oogie Boogie Bash. So this is Disneyland's After Hours Halloween Party. Um, Disney World has Mickey's Not So Scary. Those are actually already um, available. So if you're going to Disney. Disney World, honestly, between August and the end of October, there's probably a Halloween party while you're there. Lots of fun at these parties, lots of characters and snacks and special parades and all that stuff. So highly recommend them. If you want the Disney World ones, reach out to me. I can get those tickets and get you all the info you need. But Disneyland tickets, um, lesser nights, you don't span out like three months time. um, And Magic key holders, which are like their annual pass holders, get first dibs a couple days early. So I'm hoping stuff is still available for us, but really, really hoping we can get those tickets and get to experience one of those parties while we're out there. All right, friends. Well, I thank you for hanging out with me for a bit today. My daughter made a cute little calendar countdown in her room. I think we're about a 100 days out um, from our trip. It'll be my kids' first time on a plane, everybody's first time to California. So really excited for all the adventures going on there. Definitely going to take you all along, do some more on-the-go episodes, and have a nice big old recap when we return. But again, please, if you are a C in Disneylander and you have any tips for me, send them my way. You can find out where to contact me in the show notes on Facebook, Instagram, email. And if you're planning to go to Disney World and I piqued your interest talking about the Halloween party, or if you want to check out the fall and winter discounts for hotel rooms that Disney just dropped, or even the summer promo four-day park ticket for like, I think $3.96 is the total. I just booked that for someone going next week. Um, I would love to help you with any of those promotions, run quotes for you, let you know what's going on. But as always, my friends, I thank you so much for listening and hope you have a magical day. Bye-bye. 